come up to standing at the top of the mat. Bring your big toes so that they touch, a little bit of space between your heels. Palms come together at the heart. And close your eyes. With eyes closed, noticing the sounds around you. All the sounds that fill this moment. Notice your breath. You might be able to hear it. Maybe invoking Ujjayi Pranayam, victorious breath. Allowing yourself to arrive fully in this moment. Feeling how the body sways in and out of center pressing down through the bones of your feet to help find your roots. Lengthen your tailbone earthward. Choose one word to carry with you into the remainder of your practice. One word that inspires you. One word that holds meaning for you. And on your next in-breath, press into your feet. Reach your arms overhead. Look up. Exhale. Fold all the way forward over your legs. Soft knees as you half lift. Inhale. Fold forward on your exhale. Step the right foot back. Find a lunge. Deep breath in. Downward dog as you exhale. Find your plank pose. Put the knees down for this first round. Exhale, just the upper body for Chaturanga. So bend the elbows to 90, look forward. And then lower to your belly and find a low cobra. Press the little toes, the hips into the earth. Sides of the body, draw the heart away from the floor. Exhale, draw up into downward facing dog.
Notice what you notice here. What's happening in your body. And what I mean by notice what you notice is sometimes we notice things, but then we just kind of brush them off and keep moving on to the next and the next and the next thing. But really be aware of what's happening right now in your pose. What is your body asking for? Can you push the floor away more with your hands so the sides of your body grow really long? Yes. And then on an inhale, draw the right leg up to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, nose to knee. Step that foot all the way through softly to the hands. Step the back foot forward to meet the front foot. Find a half lift, breathe in. And fold forward, breathe out. From a flat back, come all the way up to standing. Push the floor away with your feet. Reach tall, inhale. Hands at the heart as you exhale. So Surya Namaskar A. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Half lift as you breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Left foot steps, lunge. Inhale, open your collarbones, back leg strong. Downward dog as you exhale. Push the floor away with your hands. Find your way into plank. Lower your knees and then hover in chaturanga. And one more low cobra here. Breathe in. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe. Notice your mind. Where does it wander to? What other body in the room does your glance get drawn toward? Bring it back to your body, your breath, and your moment. This is about your posture and your process within that posture. Push the floor with your hands. On your next breath in, lengthen your left leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, nose to knee. Foot lands lightly to the hands. Step all the way forward now, half lift, inhale. Fold forward, exhale. Come through a flat back to standing, inhaling, rise, reach tall. Hands at heart, exhale. Inhale, reach both arms up. Exhale, fold forward. Half lift, breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Right foot steps to lunge, mindful. Exhale, downward facing dog. Find your plank pose, breathe in. Pause here. Push the floor away with your hands. Thigh bones to ceiling. And imagine the front of your body is made of water. Pulling the whole front of the body away from the floor so that that water does not drip. Keep that lift as you lower into your chaturanga. Maybe the knees need to come down. 
And then either cobra, gentle, or if the spine is ready, upward dog. Downward facing dog. Breathe. We're going to start off tonight with some more classical, or at least variations of the classical Surya Namaskar A and B. Just to come back and revisit the basics a little bit. Focus, awareness, presence. On your inhale, slowly draw the right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round, nose to knee. Lightly bring the foot to the hands. Left foot steps forward to meet the right. Find your half lift, breathe in. Fold as you breathe out. All the way up to standing on your inhale, reach tall. Hands come to the heart as you exhale. Reach up, breathe in. Fold in deep, breathe out. Soft knees. Half lift, inhale. Fold, exhale. Left foot steps to lunge. Put the foot on the floor softly. Good. Inhale and then exhale, downward facing dog. Find your plank pose, breathe in. Make sure you seal the front of the body before you lower into your chaturanga. And then either cobra or upward dog on your in-breath. Good. Downward facing dog on your out-breath. Five breaths here. So if you tend to breathe quicker, you might get more breaths in. If you tend to breathe slower, you might get less. Five is approximate. Push the floor away with your hands. On your next in-breath, left leg rising. Exhale, nose to knee, curl and round, foot lands to the hands, right foot comes to meet the left, half lift, breathe in, fold forward, breathe out, all the way up, rise, inhale, reach tall, hands at heart as you exhale, inhale, reach up, exhale, fold forward, half lift, breathe in, Fold, breathe out. Right foot steps. Inhale. Look forward. Open your chest. Downward dog. Exhale. Plank pose. Breathe in. Seal the front body to the back body as you lower. Chaturanga. Everything's pulling away from the floor. Up dog or cobra. Don't rush it. Downward dog. Exhale. Five breaths. you can create some space between your collarbones, opening the collarbones away from one another, continuing to push the floor away with your hands. Head heavy, head heavy. 
Inhale, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, curl and round. Try to touch nose to knee as you bring the foot through. Find your half lift. Inhale. Fold, exhale. Rise to standing. Reach tall. Breathe in. Hands at heart. Breathe out. One more like that. Inhale, reach tall. Push the floor with the feet. Exhale, fold in deep. Find your half lift. Breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Lightly step the left foot back into your lunge. Open your collarbones. Inhale. Downward dog as you exhale. Find your plank pose. Breathe in. Seal the front body to the back body as you lower down. Breathe out. Cobra or up dog on your in breath. Downward dog on your out breath. Jai Pranayama, if you can. That whisper breath. Left leg rising on your in-breath. Exhale, curl and round. Foot lands to the hands. Step the back foot forward. Half lift, breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Rise to standing and reach up. Inhale. Hands at heart as you exhale. Big breath in. Exhale it out. Now let your arms come down by your sides. Inhale, find chair pose. Arms can reach forward or up. So really squeeze your knees together here. Big toes are touching. Heels have a little bit of space between them, not much. A little note about our transition between our chair and our fold. So it's a deep breath in and then watch as you exhale, upper body connects to lower body and you keep that connection as you fold in. Nose touches the knees. So maybe your knees need to bend. Find your half lift, breathe in. Exhale, step or float back, chaturanga. Up dog or cobra on your in breath. Downward dog on your out breath. Inhale, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee. Bring the foot through to the hands. Turn your back heel down. Heel to heel or wider, meaning the left foot can be more out to the left as needed. Hips are square. Pull through your tailbone. Rise up, warrior one. Inhale. Exhale, pull through the tailbone to bring the hands back down so you have stability. Step back and move through a vinyasa. Inhale, left leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, land the foot to the hands. Turn the back heel down, heel to heel, or you can go wide with the right foot. 
Square your hips by pulling your outer left hip back and then pull through your tailbone to rise and reach up. Exhale, from the tailbone, hands come to the floor. Step back, move through your vinyasa. Surya Namaskar A and B are where our flow yoga was birthed from. It comes from Ashtanga, which is the original flow yoga. And Surya A and B are a perfectly respectable practice in and of themselves. You're going to exhale out all of your breath, bend your knees, look at your hands, and then from your hips, spring forward to your feet. Good. Find your half lift, breathe in, fold, breathe out, chair pose, inhale, we're going to hold it here, squeeze the legs together, pull your tailbone toward the backs of your knees, tailbone to the backs of your knees. Squeeze the legs together a little more and open up your collarbones. Soften your face. Deepest breath in. Exhale. Fold. Connect your upper body to your lower body and your nose to your knees. Find your half lift. Breathe in. Fold. Breathe out. Step or float back. Chaturanga. Through your vinyasa. Inhaling, right leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, land the foot to the hands. Back heel down, heel to heel or wider. So you guys, pause here just a minute. Turn your back foot way in. Like it's trying to turn forward. Turn it as far forward as you can, but at the same time have the heel on the floor. Good. That's going to help your hip square. Pull your right hip back. Pull your tailbone to the back heel to rise up on your in-breath. So move from your tailbone, not from your legs, not from your back. Exhale, use your tailbone as an anchor to come back down to the floor. Move through your vinyasa. Good. So if that's a new way of moving for you, just take a little while to integrate it. It might take a few practices to start to get it into your body. But it's way safer to move from your tailbone. Inhaling, left leg rises to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, land the foot to the hands. Turn the back heel down. Again, the toes are turned pretty far forward. You might need to take the foot wider to the right to achieve that. Hands are still on the floor. Breathe for a second. Pull your left outer hip back. Left outer hip back. And then pull through your tailbone now and rise up, reach up. Good. Exhale. Hands to the floor. Use your tailbone as your anchor. Move through your vinyasa. So we're not in a hurry to get anywhere in our practice because practice isn't a race. We're here to learn about our bodies, learn about our own habits and our own tendencies. Be patient with yourself and be patient with the practice.
So before we do our little hop forward this time, I'd like you to bend your knees really deep and then straighten your legs and then bend your knees and then straighten your legs. Do that a few more times. Feel how your hips move up and down with that motion. Your hips are your center of gravity. So when you're jumping, you want to spring from your hips, not your legs. If you jump from your legs, you're going to fall short or just feel clumsy in it every time. So this time, as you look forward to your hands, bend your knees and think about moving from your hips as you jump forward. Good. Find your half lift. Breathe in. Fold. Breathe out. Bend your knees deep. Find your chair pose. Look at your toes. Big toes are kissing. Heels have a little space between them. Squeeze your legs together. Tailbone to the backs of the knees. Where is your patience toward yourself and the pose? Find that space within yourself. It's there. Choose it. Deepest breath in. Exhale, fold in deep, nose to knees. Find your half lift, breathe in. Silently without sound, chaturanga. So light feet, light feet. Beautiful. Right leg draws to the ceiling on your in-breath. Nose to knee to bring the foot lightly to the hands. Back heel turns down, heel to heel or wider. Pull through your tailbone to rise up on your in-breath. Exhale. Hands to the earth. Use your tailbone as your brakes. Step back. Move through your vinyasa. Not in a hurry to get to any certain pose or out of any certain pose. Beautiful. Left leg rises on your in-breath. Exhale, nose to knee, the foot lands to the hands. Heel to heel or wider. Mindful of those back toes. Turn them in. Pull through the tailbone and rise on up. Exhale, hands meet the earth. Travel through your vinyasa. Five breaths. Find that spring in your hips once again, so that you're moving from your hips. Step or float forward. Find your half lift, breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Chair pose, big toes together. Heels have just a little space between them. Sink low. Trust your legs. Squeeze the legs together. So that you kind of chase out that part of you that doubts your strength. You chase that out into the light so you can see it. So you can look it in the eye. Your body is strong. Do you believe it? 
You could hold this three, four, five minutes if you chose to. We're not going to tonight. But know that you're capable of it. And the part of you that goes, oh, that's the part of you that's going to make you step back from your goals and your dreams and believe that you're not enough. Deep breath in, exhale, nose to knees, fold in. Find your half lift, inhale. Chaturanga, slow and quiet, exhale. So I use the analogy from time to time of imagine if you were practicing on a thin sheet of glass over the Grand Canyon. How light would you become in your practice? That's how light you want to move your body. So they become this kind of quiet motion moving from a really connected core. There's nothing you need to achieve any muscle that you need to necessarily build to be able to access that right now in this moment. You have it there. Inhale, right leg goes to the ceiling. Exhale, lightly step the foot through like you're on glass. Warrior one, rise and reach up, inhale. Exhale, hands lightly touch the mat. Step back. Move through your vinyasa. Left leg draws to the ceiling, breathe in. Exhale, nose to knee, land lightly. Heel to heel or wider, pull through the tailbone and rise, warrior one. Exhale, hands meet the earth, move through your vinyasa. Where's the mind? Where's the breath? What is your belief about this moment? Push the floor away more with your hands. Your body is strong. your knees, float lightly forward, move from your hips, half lift, breathe in, fold, breathe out, chair pose, chair pose, look your doubt in the eye, sit lower. Squeeze your legs together, tailbone to the backs of the knees. Open your collarbones. Soften the face, deep breath in. Exhale, fold in, nose to knees. Half lift as you inhale, like you're on a sheet of glass. Chaturanga lands so light, so light.
Right leg draws to the ceiling. Inhale. Exhale the foot lightly to the hands. Warrior one. Rise up. Exhale. Hands meet the earth. Step back. Move through your vinyasa. Inhaling, left leg rises. Exhale, nose to knee, foot lands, warrior one. Make sure that your foot gets all the way to your fingertips. No, you can. Even if you have to grab it with your hand and pull it forward. That way your knee's safe. Okay. All right, exhale, hands to the floor. Move through your vinyasa. What are you choosing in this moment? Which thoughts? Which beliefs? So it may be that you truly do need to rest. Maybe child's pose is where the body is calling to you. But make sure that that's the body asking for it and not the mind. Exhale out all of your breath from the hips. Float the feet forward. Find your half lift. Inhale. Fold. Exhale. Bend the knees and find chair pose. Breathe. Tailbone to the backs of the knees. What's available right now in this moment? So many choices. What's right for you? What's authentic? What's true? Deepest breath in. Exhale. Fold forward. Half lift. Breathe in. Chaturanga. Quietly. Breathe out. Right leg to the ceiling, breathe in. Exhale the foot through to the hands, breathe out. Inhale, rise, warrior one. Move from your tailbone. Exhale, hands to the earth, move through your vinyasa. Left leg rising on your in-breath. Exhale, the foot lands quietly to the hands from your tailbone. Warrior one, inhale. Exhale, hands meet the earth. Step back. Travel through.
Really push the floor with your hands. Push the floor. Exhale out all of your breath. Lightly land the feet to the hands. And your half lift, inhale. Fold, exhale. Bend the knees. Find chair pose. Chair pose. Where can you soften? Inhale fully, exhale, fold forward. Half lift, inhale, chaturanga, exhale. Right leg to the ceiling, breathe in, exhale, nose to knee, foot lands to the hands. This time, heel to arch alignment. So turn your back heel down and align heel to arch, front heel to back arch. And then reach your left arm forward, reach your left arm forward. So identify the left side of your body from pinky finger down the side waist, down the outer leg to the outer foot. And use that line from toes to fingertips to pull up into warrior two. Good. Find your warrior two. Adjust your stance as needed. Let the hips sink. Once the hips have been allowed to sink, push the feet into the mat and feel how that fires up the legs and it feels almost like the thigh bones are lifting. Stack your heart right over your hips and lengthen your tailbone straight down to the floor. And then grow your pinky fingers longer than all of your other fingers. Soften the face. So even though it's warrior, we don't have to have that grrr on our face. We're not attacking our pose. Deep breath in. Exhale. Pull through the left side of the body to put the hands on the floor. Move through your vinyasa. So if you learn to pull up and down from your standing poses to the floor, these little energetic spaces in your body, your practice is going to get to that point of lightness where you wouldn't fear being on that sheet of glass above the Grand Canyon because you know you have lightness in your body. Inhale, left leg draws to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, quietly land the foot through. Heel to arch alignment again. Heel to arch. Reach your right arm forward and pause. Plug the feet into the floor. Bones of the feet are rooted. And identify the right side of your body from the tip of the finger, little finger, down the outer right arm, right side torso, and outer right leg to the foot. Pull through that line to rise on your in-breath, warrior two. And then settle in. Adjust your feet if you need to. 
Let the hips start to sink. And to counterbalance the sinking of the hips, press the bones of the feet down so the thigh bones have a lift happening. Pinky fingers grow long. Crown of the head gets light. Tailbone reaches toward the floor. Now notice your back leg. 90% of the room can squeeze their back leg straighter. Squeeze your back leg straight. Yeah. It's your anchor. Pay attention to the back leg. Squeeze it straight. Deepest breath in, and from the right side of the body, bring the hands to the floor. Move through your vinyasa. Notice your breathing. If you're having to breathe through your mouth, you're probably working too hard in your practice. Smooth breath through the nose. Smooth breath. So the breath is rough. Bring your knees down and take child's pose and rest if you need to. Exhale out all of the breath from your hips. Spring forward, feet to the hands. Find your half lift, breathe in. Fold, breathe out. Bend your knees, find chair pose, inhale. What thought pops in the head when you get into the pose? That's the thought that's going to defeat you, not just on your mat, but out in the world when you try to go after your dreams. Look that thought in the eye. Replace it. My body is strong. Deep breath in. Exhale. Fold forward. Find your half lift. Breathe in. Quietly make your way to Chaturanga. So feet should land silently on the floor. Inhaling, right leg to the ceiling. Exhale, nose to knee, land the foot through. Back heel turns down, heel to arch. Pull through the left side of your body to rise to warrior two. Inhale. Feel your posture, feel your breath. Back leg is your anchor, squeeze it straight. Can you soften your jaw and inhabit your bones? Inhabit your bones. So alignment is a piece of it, and alignment is very important. And at the same time, can you inhabit your body? So you have an inner softness within the action of the pose. Deepest breath in. Exhale. Left side of the body helps you down to the floor. Move through your vinyasa. Nowhere to be but in this moment. Left leg draws to the ceiling, breathe in. Exhale, nose to knee, silently land the foot through. Heel to arch alignment. Pull through the right side of your body to come up into your warrior two. Find your breath. Find your level of contentment. So the posture practice is basic tonight. Are you able to be in that space of the frame of the practice? Just this moment, just this pose. Not a need for anything else but this experience. We 
and call this Santosh or Santosha. Contentment. Deepest breath in. Exhale. Pull through the right side of your body to touch down. Move through your vinyasa. Find chair pose. Inhale. My body is strong. Make that your mantra. It's absolutely true. Don't let the mind trick you into believing anything else. No matter what you've been told, no matter what you've learned, your body is strong. Deepest breath in, exhale, fold forward. Your choice, either a half lift and then move back through your vinyasa or find crow, bakasan, and then move through your vinyasa. Either way, try to be light as you land so that there's no thump on the floor with your feet. Beautiful. Inner lightness. Look forward, look forward in your crow, look forward. So if you're already in your downward dog, you're gonna move through one round of warrior two on each side, right leg and then left. Take your time and go on your own. Right leg and left. We'll meet in down dog eventually. Remember what you've learned about moving with ease and softness and lightness. Knowing that there's no need to attack the posture. It's not going to work anyway. <laughs> this practice humbles us. When we truly tune into it, we realize the posture is there to teach us. Let it happen. Inhabit your bones. Inhabit your breath. Inhabit the moment. Where's your joy right now? Did you bring it onto the mat with you? Once you've completed that round on your right and on your left, downward dog or child's pose, whichever one feels most like a resting pose right now, it'll be different depending on where you are in your practice.
rest if you're resting. Breathe. your way into plank pose. Push the floor away. Seal the front body to the back body. Thigh bones are pressing to the ceiling. Notice the mind. Notice the breath. Can you inhabit your body right now in this moment? Pulling the front body away from the floor into your back body. And then pull through your thighs back into your downward dog. Step or float to seated. Step or float to seated. Find boat pose. Navasana, boat pose. the legs together. Spread your toes. Open your collarbones. Feel like you're moving your thighs and your chest toward one another. Thighs and chest toward one another. And then cross your ankles and roll over your feet. Chaturanga through a vinyasa. your way into plank pose. Push the floor away with your hands. Thigh bones pressing to the ceiling. Front of the body again, if you imagine it's a sheet of water, what do you need to do to keep that water from dripping toward the floor? Pull the body, front body in and up. Push the floor away more with your hands. Now pull through your thighs back into your downward facing dog. Step or float your feet through, uh, feet to seated, excuse me. So find seated, find boat pose, Navasana. Good, so on this round in Navasana, you have the option to stay in this steady space. Or on your exhale, draw the legs and chest toward one another just a little bit and then open it back up to where you were. And then draw it together and then open it up. Good, moving and breathing. Keep a connection to the center of your body. Squeeze the legs together. You don't have to go very far. This is like an inch or two of movement. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And then cross your ankles. Roll through vinyasa. 
My body is strong. My body is strong. That might mean that the knees go down at this point when you're moving through your vinyasa. Maybe you take a low cobra instead of upward dog. Find your way into plank. Push the floor away with the hands, thigh bones to ceiling, front body seals to the back body. My body is strong. What would it take to feel light here? Change of thought, change of bone structure. Exhale, pull back, downward facing dog. So it's only like 10 seconds. Your mind makes it feel like a minute, but it's only like 10 seconds there, so. Let the mind fool you. Step or float to seated. Navasana. Find your joy. If you can't find it, rest. (laughs) So again, you have the choice to hang out in neutral. You can do the little pulses. Or maybe this time you open all the way out so your heels and your heart are three inches off the floor. And then slowly pull back up to where you were. Okay, so your choice... Check in with your body, see what it says is okay. Body needs to be in full agreement with it. If your body's not in agreement with it, don't do it. That's not yoga. And then when you're ready, cross your ankles, move through your vinyasa. body is strong. Do you believe it? Exhale, downward dog. Step or float to seated. Find the bossin. Okay, so we've got the earlier options that we did here, or last option, option number four, is to lower down to that Space where your heart and your heels are three inches off of the floor. Once you're there, put your palms together and rock forward and back on your spine. You can do it. (laughs) You guys are like, please, no. It's all optional. Palms together at your hips. Yep, and then rock forward and back from tailbone to crown. Yep. So it looks like this. Like you're in a boat rocking on the ocean. Okay, move through your vinyasa one last time.
your way out to your belly, however you want to get there. Let go of the arms, let go of the legs, let the head turn to one cheek and just rest. Give the weight of your body to the floor. Our modern day Western society encourages us to have the on button on all the time. We've forgotten what it means to rest. We've forgotten what it means to be rested. We've forgotten what it means to play. Instead, we substitute all sorts of sensory diversions to try and relax. And yet, we end up with this gnawing hunger for something more. Our practice can help feed that help nourish that space in us that's looking for that something more. It's looking for you. It's looking for your authentic self. You're hungry for your own light to shine. Bend one knee at a time and catch your ankles gently. Now, if your knees flew apart, bring them back together a bit. They don't need to touch necessarily, but just close. Start to press your tailbone down into the floor so the pubic bone and the front of the hips seal to the earth. Once you've got the hips sealed to the floor, only the thigh bones lift, only the thigh bones lift. Keep your chin or forehead on the mat for now. So you have your hips pressing down and your thigh bones lifting. From there, start to press the feet into the hands so you feel your arms get pulled very straight. Feel the shoulder blades come onto your spine. Now final stage, the one you're craving, use the sides of your body to pull away from the floor to draw upward into your bow. And then once you're up there, check in. Make sure your tailbone is still reaching down to the pubic bone. Your thigh bones are lifting. Your legs are pressing back and your arms are in a space of surrender, letting the legs pull them back. And then it's the sides of your body creating the lift. Back bends come from the sides of our body, not from the back of our body. So even the sides of your neck are lifting. So instead of lifting from the top of your head, use the sides of your neck. Now eventually your body's going to say, come down, follow that signal, and rest on the opposite cheek. It's going to happen at a different time for each person in the room. Rest. Ha. Round two, chin or forehead flat to the floor. 
Bend one knee at a time. Maybe catch the opposite ankle first this time. And if the legs splay apart, walk the legs back in together and pause. So important that you get this tilt of the hips in a back bend, otherwise it becomes a back crunch instead of a back bend. Pull the tailbone to the pubic bone and the pubic bone to the earth. Thigh bones lift a little bit. Press the legs strong into the arms and surrender the shoulder blades onto the spine. And then from the sides of your body, draw upward away from the floor. Use the sides of your body to create the lift. Tailbone reaching down, thigh bones rising, shins pressing back. Just kind of hanging from your arms. Soften the back of the neck. Use the sides of the neck to lift rather than the top of the head. When you get that inner signal to come down, follow it. I can't tell you when that is for your body because I'm not in it. And then rest here until you feel that inner call to come up for round three. Round three, the call might not come, which means you just rest. But if your body says, okay, let's go for one more, then follow again that step-by-step structural entrance into the posture so that you're honoring the pose. If you honor the pose, the pose will honor your body. And you'll find healing rather than unhealthy compression. Should feel like your spine is taking a long, slow drink here. Feel like the spine can just soften in toward the front body. Rest. Give the whole body to the floor. Let it go. No holding back. No matter what. Let it go. come under the shoulders, pause. Recall what we were doing in plank, how we sealed the front body to the back body. Find that action here, seal the front body to the back body, and then push up to all fours. So that you're pulling away from the floor rather than pushing away from the floor. Once you're up on all fours, slowly and gently, child's pose, slowly. Breathe. Find your way to seated. Find comfortable cross legs. Comfortable cross legs. Whatever that means for you. 
Inhale, draw both arms up to the ceiling. Exhale, twist to your right. So your right hand lands to the floor behind you and your left hand comes to your right knee. And then pause there. You can either have palm on the knee or you can spin the back of the wrist and press it to the thigh bone. So back of the wrist to thigh bone. That'll give you a little more access into the back of the shoulder and into the space between your shoulder blade and your spine. From there, drop your tailbone down and lift your crown. So you're lengthening your spine from both of its ends. And then on your exhale, gently from the very base of the spine, deepen your twist. And just breathe here for a moment. Think a little less about cranking your neck back and a little more about aligning your chin with your heart center. Looking back doesn't necessarily give you more of a twist, and oftentimes we end up doing too much in the neck. So just stay pretty neutral with the chin. And then open up your collarbones. Spread your collarbones. Beautiful. Breathe. Now either stay where you are, or we're going to integrate a side bend in as an option, inhaling the right arm to the ceiling. And as you exhale, dip your left shoulder towards your left knee so your right arm goes out and over your right ear. Yeah. Now make sure your right hip is still rooting down. And you're gently twisting the ribs toward the ceiling. Open up your collarbones, not from a place of force. Where can you soften? Where can you become spacious? So that you're in a space of empowerment rather than force. Pull through your tailbone to come back up. Right hand goes to the floor behind you. Again, inhale, lengthen from both ends of your long spine. And then exhale from the ribs, gently ring out the organs. Come back to center, inhale, both arms reach up. Palms together and down to your heart. Switch the cross of your ankles. Inhale, both arms reach up. Exhale, gently twist to the left. Left hand to the floor, right hand to the uh, left leg. So again, you can either have palm to knee or spin the back of the wrist to the thigh bone. Pause, lengthen both ends of your spine, breathe in. From your ribs, low back, gently twist to your left. So again, gentle on your neck. There's that tendency to crank and look way behind you. I don't know that it really adds that much to the pose. So just experiment with bringing chin in line with sternum and just breathe there. And instead, work on opening your collarbones because that really will help you release the pressure around your neck and shoulders. Then either staying there, on an inhale, take the left arm up to the ceiling. And as you exhale, dip your right shoulder toward your right thigh, taking that left arm out and over the left ear, creating a long line down the left side of your body. Make sure your left hip is still heavy. It'll tend to want to lift. And then use the leverage of that lower arm to spin your ribs toward the ceiling. Open your collarbones. Where can you soften? Empowerment rather than force. Because you can't force the pose. It won't let you. It's not the way it works. 
It's kind of foolproof that way. Pull through your tailbone to rise back up. Take the left hand to the floor behind you. Inhale again, lengthen both ends of your spine. Exhale, gently wring out the internal organs. Come back to center, both arms reach up, inhale. Hands come to the heart as you exhale, pause. Good, find your way onto your back. Lie flat for just a moment. And slowly hug your knees into your chest. Hug your knees in. Be gentle. No need to crank on your spine here. Just a gentle release. And then just tune into your body. If you need to release the hamstrings and the hips, then find happy baby pose. If you need another twist, then take another twist. Maybe you take Supta Baddha Konasana. Maybe you take reclined pigeon pose if you need a deeper hip stretch. But choose one pose here to focus on and breathe. For those of you in Happy Baby, remember in this posture you want to press the entire spine toward the floor from tailbone up through the shoulder blades. Collarbones open wherever you are. Soften your collarbones. Skin of the face releases. There's no need to strain in our postures. No need... There's moments when we're working hard, but there's no need for strain. Where can I soften? Where can I trust more in my body's ability to heal itself? Because really, we've been taught everything but that. practicing a pose that has two sides take another breath or so and then move to the second side if you feel that you need a second posture if you've you've done one that has just one side it's not a left and a right kind of pose then maybe choose a second pose here for these next few breaths otherwise just keep hanging out in your happy baby or your about a kanasan such thing as a one-size-fits-all practice. Even within the practices that are, are structured and set and are the same each time that you move through them, we each have little modifications for our bodies because we're each in a unique skeleton. each in a unique life experience that affects how our tissues are either pliable or not so pliable. We're 
We're all on different diets and making different choices with our beliefs. So make sure that even when you come into a group practice, that you take care of your individual body. When you feel you're complete, work your way into your Shavasana. Final resting pose. place to be other than in this moment. your breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your jaw. Allow your jaw to soften. Let the jaw hang. Be sure the jaw is soft. your tongue and let go of the root of the tongue. Feel the tongue drop away from the palate. And the dome of the mouth is exposed and spacious. Notice your teeth. Your teeth and let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and expand into the mouth. Notice the front of your body. Notice the front layer of your body and allow the front body to drop into the back body.
in-breath and returns. movement into your toes, into your fingers. With closed eyes, trusting your strong and capable body to guide you onto your right side. And closed eyes as you work your way up to seated. Finding a comfortable seat. And even though you're sitting upright and awake and alert, see if you can find a sense of softness in your spine. We'll sound three ohms together. Deep breath in. the mouth, ha, hands come together at the heart, acknowledging your own efforts, the energy that it took to step onto the mat today, realizing the benefits you've cultivated now expand out like a ripple into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste. Koha, we've been